You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, Jennifer here. When I started this podcast in April of 2020, I thought 25 episodes sounded so far away, but here we are, and we are just getting started. I'm loving having this platform to talk about everything special education, and most importantly, my favorite topic within the field, which is how to be a strong leader of your department. Speaking of, have you taken the What's Your Special Education Superpower Quiz? This quiz was so much fun to create. It popped into my brain in the middle of the night and I got out of bed at 5 a.m. and wrote for five hours straight. I took a deep dive into the strengths and weaknesses that special education teachers have and connected them to a matching superhero. It only takes about a minute of your time and once you have your match, the quiz gives you actionable steps to take within your department to build on what you are already doing well and give you support with the things that you struggle with. You can take the quiz at spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. And there's something else. When you sign up to take the quiz, you'll be added to my email list. And if working with paras is an area of need for you, you're going to want to be on this list. Something exciting is coming next week, and I'll be emailing all of you about it soon. But if you aren't on that list, you're going to miss out. So as my dad says, get your tail over there and get that done. Again, it's spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. Today's show is based on a quote I came across while reading a book on leadership. It's from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it states, The attitude of the leader determines the attitude of the pack. As a special education teacher, I lead a pack, or a team as I prefer to call it. In fact, I've led a team for 26 years, and I can honestly share with you that I sucked at it for a while. A long while, actually. And because I struggled with it for so long, I had created myths about leadership itself. These myths quietly influenced how I conducted myself in the workplace when dealing with the behaviors of my paraprofessionals. Think about a leader that you find inspiring, an athlete, a coach, your boss, perhaps your mother or father. We as humans tend to place these individuals on a pedestal. They might seem smarter, stronger, or more courageous than the average Joe, but the truth is they are fallible beings just like you and your staff. Yes, they command respect and admiration from you and others, but their status in your eyes and in the workplace was probably hard-earned through trial and error, their own coaching and mentorship, their continued desire to learn, and their ability to adapt and evolve over time. There's a lot of advice out there for how to be an effective leader. Unfortunately, some of that helps spread unrealistic ideas of how a leader should behave. So in order to build a team that you can be proud of, you're going to have to let go of these myths, which is exactly what I had to do to become the leader my staff needed me to be. Myth number one, leaders must be extroverts. For a long time, I felt that the only most outgoing people could be leaders. You know, the -the over-the-top, happy, bubbly people whose excitement is annoyingly contagious. But the reality is that introverted people can make great leaders too because two of their key traits are listening to others and quiet reflection. Bill Gates and Albert Einstein are solid examples of successful introverted leaders. I find myself fitting somewhere between the two extremes. I'm not shy, but I'm also not the loud, bubbly person either. It turns out that merely believing you can be a good leader is enough to become a good leader. Don't let your mindset get in the way of your abilities to succeed. Myth number two, leaders need to know everything. Some leaders think that they must be smarter and know more than anyone working for them. 
And that logic may have held true when someone within a company rose through the ranks to become manager by knowing how to perform everyone else's jobs. But with today's fast-moving business culture, that's no longer possible or even desirable. Today's leaders need to be willing and able to tap into the skills and expertise of the smart people around them. I've learned in order to have a collaborative team culture, I need to spread responsibility throughout the staff, and that allows me to not have to feel like I have to be an expert in all areas. Myth number three, one leadership style fits all. In the field of education, you might have not ever been asked what your leadership style is, but if you lead a team of individuals, you have a style of leadership. Finish this sentence. A good leader should always... How you respond to that sentence can reveal a lot about your leadership style. The eight most common types of leadership are democratic, autocratic, laissez-faire, strategic, transformational, transactional, coach style, and bureaucratic. A good leader will recognize their style and learn to adopt traits from several styles based on the areas they need to improve upon. You can also identify other ways to lead that might better serve your current goals and understand how to work with individuals who follow a different style than your own. Myth number four, only the boss can lead. It's a common misconception among managers and employees alike that there's only one leader per team. There's also a misconception that a boss and a leader are one and the same. They aren't the same. Bosses set and enforce rules and control a group in order to accomplish defined goals. Leaders inspire, influence, and encourage those around them whether they've got the title of boss or not. You can have a boss that is a good leader, but just because you are the boss does not imply that you are a good leader. You can and should encourage and empower all employees to take charge when appropriate. It's important to help your staff cultivate the necessary skills to lead in their own way regardless of this title. Well-run teams motivate and support themselves. The leader provides clarity about systems and procedures and priorities rather than micromanaging every task. And myth number five, leaders must eliminate mistakes. It's easy to see great leaders as infallible. However, not only does everyone make mistakes, but those errors can help us grow and learn. As a leader, you yourself will make mistakes. Don't try to cover this up or blame others for what went wrong. Take responsibility. Acknowledging your own mistakes in front of your staff builds trust. We tell our paraprofessionals from day one that they will make mistakes because we're all human, but they will do so in a safe, supportive environment. Rather than punishing or discouraging failure, good leaders observe how employees react to difficult situations, and then they teach them how to learn from the mistakes and move past them. So that's it. My five myths about leadership debunked and disproven. By learning more about my leadership style and course correcting these myths, I have embraced many leadership roles, both within my department and within my school and district, and I've seen success. I've changed my attitude about leadership and focused solely on the team aspect. I'm not perfect by any means, but it's important to me that the staff I lead sees me as fair, approachable, and human. But I also want them to know that the decisions I make are to the benefit of all of us. Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and I want you to grow into an amazing educator. And I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I'm so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast and want to share it with your friends, go ahead and screenshot an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a review. They give an instant boost to my ego and help others find the podcast as well. And I'd love it if you join us in the private SPED Prep Academy Facebook community 
We are just getting started, but it is a safe space where special educators and related service providers can talk shop. If you liked what you heard today and realized you have found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.